Hey, this is Stephanie, the host of Word on the Street, broadcasting live each week on Saturdays at 2 p.m. We'll be hearing interviews with testimonies from entrepreneurs that have took the word and applied it to their businesses. So be sure to log on each week, Saturday at 2 p.m. to catch Word on the Street. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Word on the Street. My name is Stephanie. I'm the host of this we're going to call it a ministry. It's something that the, you know, the Lord has put in my spirit. Uh, multiple friends of mine have, you know, kind of encouraged me. I prayed about it. I just want to kind of let y'all know what we're doing and what the Lord has done in our lives. And I want to start off by praying for the show. Richard, you want to help me pray? Father God, we just want to pray for this podcast yes, today father god this is your ministry father yes, god lord, and we pray that every person that is listening today father god that when they hear this testimony that they see christ and what christ has done Amen. we speak a blessing over every ear that is hearing right now yes, that you open their ears father god and let them hear your voice today father god in jesus name we pray amen and in the word of god in revelation twelve eleven, it says and they overcame by the blood of the Lamb, and by the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto death. So for us, we know that by having the blood of Christ and giving our testimony to anyone and everyone, that they can also be saved through Christ. Um, you know, we know we were once lost. Um, I'm from Pleasant Grove. I have, mm, we're a blended family, so we have about six kids. It's six, ain't it? <laughs> we have six dogs. Um, I work full time. Um, we attend church. Uh, we just kind of do a lot of things working for the kingdom. Um, we're trying to bring our lineage back to Christ. Um, we were once lost. You know, as for myself, I lived, I was raised Catholic. Um, I did a lot of things that were not right, you know. I. I was I would get high, I would drink, I mean I slept around, my kids don't all have the same father. Um that's just kinda a little bit about my life, but you know when I came into Christ and he woke me up because I was asleep, I was blinded. Um and when he woke me up, you know, it was a revelation like, Oh my god, I've I've I was leading my kids to hell, literally. Um, so when he like I said, he woke me up, I said I need something different something that's going to work because men and drugs were not working for me and when the Lord came to me it was through my child he showed me a vision of how she was going to be living at 17 and I was already by 17 I was already like lost in the world I had a daughter that I wasn't raising um, I was out there so I did not want that for my kid so I, you know, I was with him and I went out to the truck and I was like, hey, you know, I, mind you, this was like kind of during COVID. So I went out there to the truck and was like, hey, you know, we, I, I'm, I'm leading my kids to hell. I'm, I got to do something different. Um, I think I need, I need church. <laughs> something I could think of because, I mean, again, I was crazy and everything that I was touching, I was kind of destroying myself. Um, so I knew I needed something different and I just, I started like seeking him and I didn't, it didn't happen overnight. I played church for about four months, um, in and out. I just kind of moved my drinking days from the weekend to Thursday and Friday so that I wouldn't smell like beer on Sunday when we did go to church. <laughs> Um, and you know, but God doesn't care about any of that because He saw the ending. Because He's bigger than anything, He's a spirit, so He saw the ending from the beginning. So um, He's Alpha and Omega. He is the Great I Am. And when right. I started learning, learning, you know, learning Him, because you know, when you're raised in a certain atmosphere and you don't understand, you're kind of confused. So I was confused. Um, thinking okay well i'm in church yay i'm gonna be saved i'm gonna go to heaven but it's so much more than that you know you got to work out your salvation you know i'm not saying that it's easy uh, because it's not 
and it's not easy living in a world that you could be a cat if you like, right? You could be a cat, right. or you could be a dog. It, it doesn't really matter. Um, but when you walk with Christ, he he starts to change you from the inside, and a lot of that, you know, I, I came to understand that I was dark. I lived in darkness, and he pulled me out of that into his marvelous light. And when I got that, I mean, it, it would wake me up at night. And I remember that one night I, w- I woke up crying because I was like, oh, my God, like I've done all these horrible things. And it was just bad, you know. And I, I was like, hey, I'm, you know, I, I've done all these things. How can he forgive me? And he was like, yeah, he forgot. He forgave me. Go back to sleep. Yeah, this was like three in the morning. Yeah, I just know that the Lord is good. And when you really want something, you're going to seek after it. You know, I was a Cowboys fan. And, you know, I would seek after them praying and hoping that they would win. (laughs) They they haven't won nothing. So, you know, when when you come to a realization that I don't want to be on a losing team anymore, I'm jumping off that. So, you know, you're going to get off of a losing streak and go to a winning side. So I made that conscious choice after he, you know, woke me up. I'm getting off this losing team because it was a lose-lose battle. Nothing I did was working for myself. Like I said, kids have their own dads. I I mean, I was on drugs, you know, you name it. It was going on in my life. Um, But I just know that the Lord is good and he does all things. And he can bring out anybody from the pits of hell um, because he has the keys. He died when he went to the cross. He said, I went down there and I got the keys, you know. And, and it's so crazy that we give the enemy, the devil, all this, you know, power saying, well, the the, the enemy is attacking me. The devil, mm, he don't even have the keys to his own home. And, you know, when you come to that, you're like, man, is it or is it me? Am, am I what am I doing? Sometimes our flesh gets into that. It's in the way of a lot of things that we're not doing. And when we're not doing the will of our father, because that's what Jesus came to do was the will of our father. And when we're not doing his will, nothing in our lives will ever be sufficient. Um, and our biggest goal now walking with Christ is bringing the kingdom, advancing the kingdom. You know, and I've met so many great people. You wouldn't even know that they were once not followers. You know, that they they look great. It's because they got the word of God and they applied it to their life and to their business. Um, So kind of our show, I'm going to bring people on here that, um, again, we're in the world. And then, you know, the Lord woke them up. And they're going to come on here and let you know how they applied the word of God to their life and how their life has changed or their work has changed, their businesses have changed. So that's kind of what our whole show is going to be about. Just, you know, getting the word out there because the word that's out there is not the truth. The world needs the word, which is Christ. And so we're trying to give everybody. And um, we're going to go on a short break real quick. If I overdose with what they tell my daughters 
forgive me, Lord. I swim in the deep waters, Lord. Don't play with God, is what my mama told us. Save me. says, for if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, then are entangled in them again and overcome, the end is worse for them than the beginning. Uh. Sin don't feel the same, dreams of me in the flame, I'm trying to keep my sane, the tempter's winning man, what does it profit man, if the world I gain, I lose my soul then I'll be stuck in that eternal pain, stuck in that secret sin and now my work is done in vain, gonna repent, it's time to run up in that Welcome back, everybody. That was Savy by Brother Rico. Um, he's got an awesome testimony as well. Um, and I just want to give a quick shout out to Kelly. You know, she she paid for our first. She sponsored our first show. You know, and we're really grateful that you know she believes in the word because the word, I mean, it'll set you free if you apply it to your life. Um, but I want to bring on my husband, a great man of God. Um, I'm gonna let him share his testimony. I'm going to be like the wife, you know, so I'm going to kind of help him, remind him of some important dates. Um, but this is, welcome Richard. Good afternoon. Um, it's an honor to be here to give my testimony. And I just want to thank God, first of all. Give him all the glory because it's not me, but it was it was God that, that changed me. Amen. And helped me become the man that I am right now. So I'm going to just start real quick. Um, from the beginning, um, when my mom came over, mm-hmm. she she came from El Salvador, mm-hmm. and um, she she came to the United States, and she met a man, uh, which was my biological father. Um, she ended up getting pregnant, um, and uh, she ended up getting pregnant, and... Uh, She told me that um, my father didn't want nothing to do with me. Didn't want nothing to do with me, and uh, he he pretty much put a curse on my life. He he told my mom that that kid right there that you have in your womb is gonna bring hell to you. He's gonna he's gonna bring a curse on your life. And um, so the seed, you know, he spoke a curse on his own seed, which was me. And then, you know, I didn't know anything about that, but it started from there. So as life went on, I was born, um, you know, I didn't have... Were you born, where were you born? Over there, over here? In Dallas. I was born in Dallas. So I was born in Dallas, and then um, I was born in Dallas, and uh, I grew up. In South Dallas, off of Dixon. Oh, by the tracks, huh? By the tracks, in <laughs> Dixon Circle. You know, I had a good childhood. I'm not here to say that uh, I had a bad childhood, but um, you know, there were certain things that that I had inside of me that I didn't understand, and uh, I had a stepdad, and that's who I knew that was that was my dad. But as I I grew older. Uh, one of my family members told me, you know, you know that's not your dad. And uh, it, it it shook me. I was like, what What are you talking about? And uh, there, that seed, that curse just, just, I felt, you know, like 
I was hurt by that because betrayed. my mom betrayed because my mom couldn't she didn't tell me that but you know I guess there was a, a spirit of rejection there or yeah uh, you know I just been you know you kept that from me so I, I began to rebel against my mother spirit I come, of rebellion I, spirit of rejection I began it's kind of like in the beginning in Genesis you know Cain and Abel come on he, he didn't I mean, why did he kill his brother? He felt rejected. Yeah, you know, and, and we, we don't understand those things. Uh, we don't dig in the word. We, we are not taught those things. So, you know, did you grow up in church? I didn't. So, I, didn't, I mean, I never grew up in church. Um, I've been to a few churches, but I didn't, you know, engage in, in his presence which I understand now what it is. Right. What having churches, you know, you're 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 the body of Christ. But when I got rejected, when I felt rejected and that spirit of rebellion came in, I started acting up. I started, you know, trying to be something that I was never meant mm. to be. I was trying to, you know, be a a gangbanger. I was trying to, you know, just fit in where where I thought was gonna make me feel what I needed to feel. And because uh, you felt locked down, I I just felt you know rejected. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so I did a lot of stuff in the world. I started hanging out with people that you know I shouldn't have. I started doing, you know armed robberies I started doing drugs did you ever go to jail I went to so I got caught I I got a charge in 2005 or 6 I can't remember what year I think it was 5 2005 I caught a charge I think I was like 17 at the time I caught a charge and uh, I got probation but I ended up violating probation Long story short, I ended up doing, I got a two-year sentence. I went to TDC. Um, I did 13 months on that sentence. Um, so, I know you said long story short, but, I mean, I, I think that's really important because when you don't understand that God hides you, mm-hmm. and he, he, why did you go to prison? What should you have went to prison for? Yeah, I should have actually went to prison for, you know, the things I was doing, I was out there, I mean, I was doing, like, aggravated robberies, and, and, you know, a lot of people don't know that, but I was out there doing some crazy nonsense, but God still had a, his hand over me. He said, man, I, I got to I gotta stop this brother, because uh, he's, he's acting, he's acting wild, so let me get him locked up. For something he didn't even do, so they they said that I tried. I was in handcuffs. They said that I tried to take a gun from a cop. Wow! Which was a straight lie. I was in handcuffs. <laughs> Sounds I'm, familiar, huh? The cops are lying. How, but uh. <laughs> how can I take a gun from a cop with handcuffs on? But anyways, that happened. And the Lord was saving him. You know, when we look at that the Lord has bigger plans for our lives, he's going to do things and use th- use people. You know, he like he said, he was robbing people with a gun, you know, taking from taking. He was a thief. And, you know, who, you know, in the word of God says, <laughs> if you are a thief, who's your daddy? So we knew who your daddy was. Man, come on. But God said it. I don't care about that. I know the end. So I'm going to save him. I'm going to set them apart. I'm putting them in prison. So I ended up going to prison. I did about 13 months. And then I I wasn't even, look, put it like this. I was acting a fool in there, too. Mm. I was fighting. Uh, I was catching major cases. And uh, I was like, man, I ain't even going to go to the parole meeting. I was mm. like, for what? And all the, you know, the inmates, they're like, man, just go. See what they tell you. Right. And because they're like, man, we wish we had an opportunity like that. Mm. So I was like, all right, I'll go. Well, they said, uh, 
you're being released. I was in shock. I was <laughs> like, okay, I'm being released. So I'm coming back in this in 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 the world. You know, I'm still what I think I was eight, nineteen when mm-hmm. I got out. I was nineteen years old. I got out, got back out, and then I went right back to 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 what I was doing. Well, not robbing people, but I still went back out, and I'm still drinking. I'm still doing everything, you know, hanging out with the wrong people that that you know never wrote me a letter. In maybe, prison, maybe I had one or two, but I was like, you know what? Don't even write me. I didn't want to hear about what they were doing out out in the world. And I'm over here locked up. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so I went. I was out, and then a few months passed. I met somebody, you know, and when you're in the world and you're not, you know, in God's will, you're going to do what your flesh wants, what your flesh wants. And your flesh is going to tell you, this is the person that you need to marry. Get their tattoos of their faces on your body (laughs) and all types of nonsense. But remember, you know, just how God has somebody for you so does as a devil you yeah, know so on. does the devil have somebody for you and either that person is is gonna bring you you know life a good life or or it's gonna bring you destruction and um you know i got married with this person you know we had two boys you know i love my boys and everything and it's not their fault you know mm-hmm. and i'm trying to do the trying to be the best father to them that i never was I was, you know, I was not a good father to them when I was in the world. I was just lost. I mean, you know, doing drugs. I was drinking, sleeping around. I mean, I'm, I'm just happy I ain't getting nobody else pregnant. And have more kids or an STD or an STD. There, there you go. go. There's but, your uh, prize when you sleep around. Yep, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, um. After that, we ended up... How long were you married? I was married, I think, about five years. About five years. um, And then we got a divorce. So you were married for five years? Yeah, it was a a terrible... I mean, it was a nasty divorce. Um, I ended up losing my kids. I had a house cars i mean you know those are all material things but to a person that's that's not in christ those things right there are pretty much all you got are all you got and uh so you lost everything i i felt like i i mean i did lose everything Mm -hmm. but what hurt me the most was my children right um so i went into a deep depression and uh i just started going crazy like Mm. partying and then you know i just started doing cocaine i started doing uh, methamphetamine and i wasn't smoking it that meth i was snorting it like cocaine so it has a bigger effect on you like like you get addicted quick and then you know i just people notice that you know and but the person that didn't notice it was me right you know the man in the mirror because you don't want to see that, but you're just, you're, you know, you're lost in this world. You, you don't know how to cope with those things. If you don't got Christ, that's the only way you you're know how to pain. deal with it. You're deal with your pain. Deal with it. And uh, so, man, one night I, I went out and I was like, and I'm, I'm tired of it. You know, this was like 2013, right after... After the divorce, and I was like, you know what? I'm tired of this life. And uh, I had, I had been, I had even been starting. You know, it went out of control. I started praying to, to demonic uh, statues, which is death. I started praying to Santa Muerte, thinking, you know, I was like, I'm, I'm ready to be out. I, I don't care about this life no more. That's how deep I was in a pit. Deep but down in I there, was huh? deep in there and then so one night I went out and I started you know drinking I started doing cocaine I started popping some pills and then they, 
and I kept going and then I just like the enemy was just right there in the midst of it telling me look you ain't worthy you ain't worthy of nothing you are low life you ain't look at you ain't got your kids you ain't got your family you ain't got a house you ain't even got a car mm. you so ain't you got nothing. nothing I was at the bottom of the bottom I mean I was going to depression and I didn't even know it but the enemy was working on me Mm-hmm. He was trying to take me out. Why? Because he knew there was something inside of me. If the yeah. enemy ain't attacking you, I mean, the enemy's going to attack you so hard to get you out of it. The will. The will of God. But God said, you know what? I'm still here. Even in your filthiness, whatever you're doing. God is not intimidated by your sin. God mm-hmm. is not intimidated by no person, no devil, no nothing. Amen. But he was still there even even when I was lost and I didn't know what what to do. I was still hurt and I was just like, you know what? I'm done with this life. And I just took took pills, did cocaine, took I don't know how many more pills and then I was I ended up with somebody's truck, right? I don't even know how I ended up with this truck, but I was driving this truck, and then I crashed. I'm going to stop you right there. (laughs) So when we say we have friends, right? Friends are supposed to be people that love you, encourage you, protectors. How did you end up with somebody's vehicle and you're obviously high? You know, what type of friend was that? You know, and I used to be a friend like that. Come on, let's go get high. It's all me, you know, and I've repented from that because, I mean, when when you do the things of the world, you, you, you're going to say, hey, I got it. It's all me. Let's go get high. But, you know, you just you, you brought up a, a a good subject about I had somebody's truck and you don't even know whose truck it was. But I'm, I'm pretty sure it was a friend. It was a friend. Actually. It was a friend, quote unquote. <laughs> a friend. Friend of the well, devil, that's who friend it was. Well, anyways, <laughs> uh, so I end up having a, a seizure, right? I, well, it was a seizure overdose. I was overdosing and I was dying. And I ended up crashing into a parked car. And the, the owner of that car came, came out and seen that I was, you know, coughing out blood and I was... I was having like a seizure, but I was oh. overdosing. He called the cop. The the he called nine one one. They came out there, and they started just pumping me, trying to clean me out, whatever was going on with me. And um, man, that that doctor said, man, if if you would have been here fifteen minutes late, fifteen minutes more, you wouldn't have you wouldn't have came out of this. Mm. But again, you know, God knows the beginning and he knows the end. Yeah. So in Second Kings six eighteen through 19, it says, As many evil eyes looking for you, may the Lord hide you so no evil hand can touch you. You see, God knows all and he's going to hide you. So when he, he says, I, this, this brother right here going to do my will. So I need to save him from himself. I'm going to put my arm around him. So that no evil, because you know when the enemy, that's all he wants. He only came to kill, steal, and destroy. And that's all for you. He, he wants to kill you. You know, he doesn't love you. He, he's, he's a liar. He's the father of all lies. Yes, he is. But, you know, the Lord had you. The Lord had me the whole time. So, um, whenever, where was I at? Uh, when you overdosed. <laughs> when I overdosed, sorry. <laughs> had, a, had a little glitch there. So when I overdosed, the doctor said, 15 more minutes, you would have been out of there. But the Lord's hand was there. And at that time, I didn't understand why I was still there. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand. I didn't get that revelation that Christ had me until I got saved. And this is a few years later. A few that was a very long time, at yeah. least 10 years. About because 10 God years. is not intimidated by time. But, he doesn't work on our time. But this is what I'm saying, that <laughs> this happened 2013. We got saved 2021, and I didn't get that revelation until probably a few more months after that. Mm-hmm. But either way, all that that happened, 
was because of God. God ordained and he protected me Amen. and he hid me. Because he's seen the end and he's seen this moment right here Amen. that I will be testifying yes. of his goodness, of Amen. his glory, of yes. his power, of it, of, of, you know, what he can do, he can, what he did for me, he can do it for anybody that's Amen. listening today that, that might be going through a similar situation. It might yes. be a little different, but if you're struggling with, with addiction, if you're struggling with even a, your identity, yourself, you know, you're trying to find yourself, trying to fit in somewhere in the world. You know, what you're looking for is Christ, and that's Amen. it. Amen. So, once that happened, I mean, I, feel, I, I still stayed in the world. That didn't make me want to change and stuff. And, you know, people kept telling, hey, man, you, you need to. You need to change this this lifestyle you're living is is gonna kill you, and you know my mom she 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 was so worried about me, you know she was getting older and she was just her main worry was that she passed away and I'm still in the in the same mess still mm-hmm. in the uh, struggling with life sin because the wages of sin is death. Yep, and he wants his payment when and it's time. You know, it's crazy. We, You know, we, I got a revelation. What we did the other day, you know, somebody had got an overdose, right? And that person died. And I was like, you know, that person sinned the one last time. And, and the wages of sin is death. So every time you, you commit a sin, mm-hmm. you're, you're making a payment towards death. And we're not realizing that stuff right. when we're doing it. We're just doing it because it, it makes us ha- have fun. It, it feels pleases, good at the moment. It pleases the flesh. Right. And at the moment, you feel good. But when when reality comes back, you you start feeling depressed. Right. You start feeling the weight of this world come and back you're upon broke. you. You ain't got no money you when you wake up. Man, I don't even talk about <laughs> that because I was, I was in lack for a long time. Mm. That That... Spirit of lack ain't no fun. You be struggling all the time. Ends meet. So, man, I, I just, I, I just want to thank God for yeah, just putting great. me out of the, all this mess. But it, you know, it, it, you know, God seen it, but He wasn't intimidated. Amen. And uh, so, a few years passed by. I'm still doing the same thing. I'm out, I'm out one night at this this uh, bar. At the bar, it's a pool hall, and I, I mean, I used to be a, a, a faithful, regular <laughs> uh, pool player there, and I mean, I wasn't even good at playing pool. I just like being there. Yeah, they hold up was, the walls. But I was there, you know. I, I was out there, and uh, you know, I met somebody. I met somebody. This was what, what, what date was that? It was 2018. I met I met this 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 female. I was like, man, I never seen her here, and I was intrigued by her. I was like, hmm, she she looked like she a little mean. So I went over there and I started talking to her, and she she didn't want nothing to do with me. But uh, that that person was my wife, which is you know my wife Stephanie right here. But she didn't want to talk to me. But we met at a bar. We met it when we were in our in our mess, in our sin. sin. And I didn't know what she was going through. But she didn't know what I was going through. But we met. And then, I, you know, I kept talking to her. And then she went by her, by her day. She left. I left. And we didn't talk till, I don't know, probably another month later. And then we just started. We we started dating and stuff, and you know we started dating, and it, it wasn't easy, you know. Two broken people. It wasn't easy, but you know God was there the whole time. He he orchestrated all of this, even when we were in in the world. It, it's crazy because everything that we that we did, even when we sinned and did all that. He used that for his glory. He used it to 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 make something that the enemy 
yeah. was trying to destroy us, but he turned it around and used it for his glory. Yes. And now we came out, you know, and, and when Christ came in and he just changed our so whole what, lives. So what made you want to, what happened? Like, yeah, we met in 2018, you know, I didn't want nothing to do with you. Yes. Um, I did everything that I could to shake him. He wouldn't leave. Um, I, like I said, I was a broken person. So broken people break other people. And hurt people hurt other people. And, yes, he did pray to something that, I mean, I was not a Catholic. <laughs> but I knew that what you're praying to is death. And that's going to come get you one way or another. So I said, okay, if you want this to ever work out, you need to get rid of that thing because that is ugly. It's it looks creepy like it's it's not i mean it, i had this on yeah I, and i'm like i, I, like I seen that because mind you i was drunk when i met him so when i you know drunk people so when i woke up i said oh my god the death is looking at me really literally so i was like say like this ain't gonna work out because i may not be a faithful uh, mind you i thought i was catholic in, at that time <laughs> i might not be faithfully but that is demonic like it's creepy. I just know that that's not right. I mean, I wasn't well, a practicing felt, Catholic. You no, know, I think what she felt was the presence of, of, death. of death in there. But I was so comfortable in that. And that's what happens to us. We get comfortable in our mess. So when somebody, I'm not saying again, I was perfect because I was far from perfect. Um, I just knew that that wasn't right, you know, and. I was like, hey, if you want this to work out first, number one, you got to get rid of that thing because I, I, I won't step back foot in this house because um, that's the death. And he was like, well, what do, how do I get rid of it? I was like, I don't know, spit on it, <laughs> break it, put it in a trash bag. I don't know, but get rid of it. So I ended up getting rid of it. And, uh, you know, when I got rid of it, it's I don't know if something happened in the spiritual one, but I know it did. And the crazy thing is when you are doing this, it's a ritual. It's, again, demonic. He had his kids' pictures on this thing. So you're praying to something that is dead to take care of your children. So it's, it's, it, there, it's no coincidence. It wants a payment. So what happened? So, you know... Once I got rid of it, you know, I think it was uh, well, in 2020, I was, it was in March, mm -hmm. March 2020, we were out, I was getting a, a truck, <laughs> I was looking for a new vehicle, we were already purchasing it, and I, I got a, and I got a call, and this was the call that will make you, you know, get I mean, it put some, I, it put, it's, it shook me to my core. Mm -hmm. I mean, it shook me so hard that I, I didn't know how to deal with it. But I got a call saying that my son had stage 2 lymphoma cancer. And, um, you know, at the time I was like, oh, man, I, I didn't know how to react. I mean, my face, my wife said my face turned white as a ghost when I got that news and my I mean my His blood pressure everything I mean I was in shock I was scared and I got you know something happened to me that night and uh, I couldn't sleep I couldn't uh, I was just not at peace because I, I was I had fear that my son would die Right. And he was only 12 at the time. But, but God, you know, you know, one night, even in my mess, in the, in the middle of it, I didn't know how to cope with it. I didn't know Christ. I mean, I knew who Jesus was. Like, I've heard of him, but I didn't know him, like, had a relationship with him. Right. But, you know, I know, I know that there was a God out there. And I... I got drunk one night, and in my mess, I don't know, mind you, I don't know how to pray. I don't know how to do none of that mm -hmm. stuff. So in my mess, I just, I was drunk, but I remember this clear as day, and I said, God, I said, I heard about you. Amen. 
And I heard that you can do some miracles. Amen. And I just simply said this, and I made a covenant with him. I said, if you save my son and take this cancer out of him, right, I will serve you. Amen. That's all I said. That's all I said. It wasn't a, a, a <laughs> sanctified holy <laughs> prayer because, mind you, God sees your mess. He is not intimidated by right. that. But he sees what's in your heart. And what Amen. was in my heart was... I was I was desperate desperate for my son to get healed so desperate that I'm willing to sacrifice you know yeah. whatever pleased me to mm. to to get him healed so the lord seen that and said you know what okay okay but you made a promise amen it's a deal it's a deal it's a two way done deal. deal it's a deal he said all, all right I'm going to honor that. So, you know, five months later, man, you know, the Lord just. And and let me pause you for a moment. Um, his son did not get sick. His son did not. You know, you see, I'm, I'm, I'm highly sure everyone has seen those cancer, you know, patient kids. You know, the only thing that happened to um, my stepson was he lost his hair, but he didn't lose weight. He didn't get the sickness. He had chemo and radiation and he didn't. And the doctors there were so surprised that he didn't have any any effect. You know, there was no none of those things that, you know, they're like he's got to take this. He's got to do that. You know, we got to check this and they're like he he he's he's fine so five months later like he said so five months later you know get the call you know israel he's cancer free and his name is israel his name <laughs> is israel and uh chosen son but you know when i got that news i said thank you I said, thank you, God. And I was still in the world, y'all. He healed my son, and I'm still over there. I mean, this this happened August. And so September, November, October. I'm sorry, I said September, October, November, December. That's when it happened. And then December. So, I mean, our testimony, my testimony, my wife's testimony, come it comes together and it, and it's funny that i say it comes together because we are one amen and it, and you know we are one but when it came together because you know i made a promise to god and and he took what the again what the enemy meant for evil he will use it for his glory amen. and then he will he will show that devil who's boss amen and my god's a big god yes. he can do whatever he wants mm -hmm. And he can deliver you from whatever mess you might be going through. Whatever you're going through, God is not intimidated by that. Mm -hmm. God can use you. Amen. But, so, um, what was I? I'm sorry. <laughs> when you made a promise to God and God wanted his payment. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, we're in December. Yeah. We're all... We're still, I mean, this was when COVID was going on. and uh, We had club truck. We had, so we used to call it club truck and, and our red little Jeep. Now it's, now it's holy and sanctified. <laughs> but we was out there and we were just drinking, doing cocaine, popping pills. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, cocaine, popping pills. And, and smoking weed. She was smoking weed. I, I, like, I never liked it. I tried it a few times. I almost died. <laughs> Literally. But literally, I almost... But that's a whole nother story. <laughs> but what I'm saying is... Uh, he made a promise. I made a promise. And then... So I was out there and she went inside and the Lord just, just gave her a vision. Um, and Jocelyn. She gave her a vision of Jocelyn. And she came back out. She was like, I don't know what you're doing, but... <laughs> I'm going to start going to church. This was I 7 gotta, in the morning. I can't leave my, my kids. I can't let them do what I've done. And I was like, uh, I mean, I was drunk. I was high. And I was like, uh, I looked at the time. It was like 7 in the morning. I was like, are you going today? <laughs> and she was like, no, not today. But so that's where it started. You know, we 
So the ne- the following Sunday, you know, we went to to church and um, we went to this church, but it, you know, we didn't like it. I mean, I didn't like it, but I think they did us. <laughs> yeah, she did. But either way, we started going to church, and you know, we kept going, and uh, man, things just started changing for us. When did you repent? Uh, April 25th, 2021. So it took, what, four months. Four months. We're just going to church. Playing on, church. We're going to church on Sundays, and we just changed our days, our drinking days, to Thursdays and Fridays. Sober up uh, Saturday and then go to church Sunday. And, you know, the Lord started, you know, just dealing with us, starting to show us, hey, you know what? You don't need nothing else. You don't need nothing else. But April 25th, you know. 2021. 2021. A good man got on that pulpit. Pastor Manny went up there and, and you know, he preached the word on repentance. Amen. And we had, we had that, it had been, what, three weeks? We had got baptized, or was it a month? A month, I guess. I don't I know. I think it was about a month. A month. We had ever been baptized for about four weeks. Still, I came and up we as a sti- wet devil. And we were still, you know, we are still out there, you know, drinking. Doing, Not told about repentance. Doing drugs and stuff. And, you know, we got baptized, and we're still dabbing. We're still doing this. But when he preached that word on repentance, and, and something just... The Spirit of God said, this is, you need to repent. So, you know, the service was, he did an altar call. Me and my wife looked at each other and said, we're going. So we went up there. They they laid hands on us. So, you know, we don't have very much time left. But I I just want to say that when you say something to the Lord, you know, the night before that, April 24th, he was still drinking. I had already stopped drinking, you know, I had already stopped doing like coke and pills. I was just smoking and I couldn't like kick it. And so he was drinking. It was one in the morning and I was like, hey, man, when are you going to stop drinking? And he looked at me and said, the day you stop smoking. And I was like, oh, cool. All right. See you later. I'm going back to bed. Yeah, she left me alone. Yeah. So I went back to bed. But God was like, okay, we're about to do two for one. And, And then, you know, we went to church and, um, like Pastor Manny got up there and, you know, he spoke into my spirit, you know, because I had all these questions of like, why, why, why? And, you know, when he said, well, the day you stop smoking be the day I stop drinking. So April 25th, 2021, when Pastor Manny got up there and spoke about repentance and, you know, what, why you can't stop drinking, why you can't stop smoking, and I'm going to wash my hands and go live my great life. And what you going to do? I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I need to get up there. Like, I'll, again, I don't know what you're going to do, but I'm <laughs> going up there because I, I need some deliverance. Like, I'm tired of living like this, playing church. And that's what a lot of us are dealing with. You know, we're still struggling. And the Lord, our God, he doesn't want us to struggle. But we got to submit, repent, and go back to your maker. Because that's what repentance is. It's going back. Going back to the one that made you. And, you know, so I know for me that repentance is key. And, you know, he went up there. They laid his hand, their hands on you. Yeah, I got laid out. I got slain in the spirit. Got delivered. And uh, you've been sober since? I've been sober ever since. I mean, it's it's been the most beautiful thing anybody can do. The most pure thing. And, it, and you know, when you're in the world, you're just trying to find a way out. Yeah. trying to find something that's going to make you relax and satisfy satisfy you. your spirit and and nothing this world gives you is going to satisfy you except for Christ except for Christ so it was great I'm I'm I want to thank you for coming on the show and giving your testimony um you want to pray us out of here yeah father god i just yes, want to pray for um everybody that was listening today i yes, pray that Lord. Somebody received something in the yes, spirit, Lord. Father God, that something 
has happened in them, Father God, that there is change, Father yes, God, Lord. that they know that there is a Savior that can change their life, Father yes, God. Father I speak God. a blessing over them. We speak life into them right yes, now, Father God. God. And let your spirit just begin to minister to them, Father God. Yes, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Um, if y'all want prayer, if you need prayer, all our information is on Fishbow. Um, we'll see y'all next week. Y'all have a blessed Saturday. And we love you. Jesus loves you. And he's for you and we're for you. Have a great day. It's evident I'll cut a rug like David I ain't playing, boy I'm heaven sent I'm heaven sent with a new weapon And Messiah telling me to go, Kevin go. Taking me to new levels His thoughts not mine So ain't no telling The Lord took me out of nowhere Cause he know that fruit can't grow there no. My roots are taking his oxygen And no stopping him I need more air Like, <gasps> breathe Jesus is all that I need There is power in this blood It's only right I let it bleed Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah Got me dancing in this freedom, watch the way that I maneuver uh, I can't fathom all this favor, I'm insane in my medulla what? Five loads and a couple tunas, eat that word, watch what it do uh. Dancing in this freedom, right with my lady uh. For the Lord, hold on, hold on to the sword. The reason that my heart's so pure, can't nobody come and steal my joy. Christ came and he filled that void. Dance around in this freedom now. I got all your flowing, boy. Keep that song. Gotta shine in this generation. I'm making sure that I'm prayed up. Thanking God for my wife and kids. I'm standing here, sending praises up. I was stuck in my wicked ways, but the spirit came and I changed it up. Satan trying to come break us down, but then Jesus said it ain't breaking us. Hallelujah, my highest praise. Getting rid of my childish ways. Trials come and these trials go, but I gotta do what my papa Healing all of my inner wounds Fire burning all in this room Give it all for that living word I'm on solid ground and I've been renewed Get that.